0: Welcome to ChipChat Conversations in the Cloud, a weekly podcast with IT leaders who are driving the future of a software-defined infrastructure-based data center.
1: Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you may be in the world, and welcome to another Conversations in the Cloud. My name is Jake Smith, and I'd like to welcome, as a guest
0: on our show, Randy Tucker, Lumen, edgevangelist. Welcome to the show. Hey, thank you very much, Jake. I appreciate that introduction. And yeah, so what the hell is an Evangelist? From my viewpoint, it really means being able to look forward where we're going and some of the opportunities that you may not know about when you're really getting close to where customers are and where machines are. And as we call this edge computing. But let me go back in time. I started off actually in the network a good 25 years ago, a little company called Quest Communications in the Denver area. And we like to refer to our area as kind of the telecom valley. But not too far from us were the likes of Oracle and Microsoft had an office there and we had the Denver Tech Center. And it was really moving toward not only Internet based and IP based, but really application focused because it really is the application economy and the application world that we live in today and the importance of data and how data is really that new fuel. Also, as an edge evangelist, I looked at it from what are the things that perhaps we shouldn't be doing at the edge? We should be keeping that more centralized in a cloud environment. We all remember kind of the client service model we had, and we moved from there into centralized public cloud. Great things really work there, artificial intelligence, machine learning, high production workloads. It can be done on different platforms and in different ways. Why? Because it's got a huge amount of computing power, huge amount of storage capabilities, and also can be done anywhere because we're looking at this environment as we look forward and go, how can we do things anywhere? And how can we serve anywhere from the manufacturers to retail banking, to energy, into our public sector? across even venues like media, distribution, and motion picture, as all of those platforms are looking to provide the optimal experience for the end user, that end user could be a machine or it could be a human. So this is kind of a context of where I've come from, steep roots in that network, but then quickly we move toward That up-the-stack application layer, a network is absolutely of no value in use unless you can have the application performing outstandingly in order to really propel that business, to propel the service, whatever that end-user customer is doing.
1: Well, you you talked about your background, and you are in the, I like to say, the mountains of broadband country. (laughs) You guys are the broadband cowboys. And, you know, that is a deep history of Colorado that many people don't understand. And Mm -hmm. I like to say the tech pioneers of Colorado. Yeah. Having gone to Lewis and Clark College and being a pioneer my whole life, I really kind of aspire to that kind of pioneerism that the broadband cowboys like yourself have brought to the industry. Yeah. But you said something very important that I'd like to delve into. Mm -hmm. You said, you know, on the edge, it's both human and machine interaction and they can be simultaneously and it can be a part of the same data stream in fact and there's a whole lot of artificial intelligence and, and we've talked about that in the past but can you talk a little bit about how lumen was created what you guys do and how you're deploying network infrastructure that really is cloud and core and edge all at once
0: yeah, absolutely. Thanks, Jake. So the background over that 20 years with Quest Communications that was then acquired by CenturyLink, a Monroe based company, looked at the value proposition from what do we need to offer to our customers, not only then and not only today, but tomorrow. And so networking is really steeped in our tradition. We have over half a million miles of fiber routes that we run globally in 61 countries. And we have spread this network out to reach those markets so our customers can reach their markets and do so in a way that's highly software driven. Software, if you remember, came about from that third industrial revolution, all about the chip and the cheap processing you can do and the manner in which you can develop those applications we're now in the fourth industrial revolution what's that fourth industrial revolution to us is the building on data and how can you acquire that data that untapped data that you may not even know exists there and then how can you analyze that data as quickly as you possibly can so you can turn it in to an immediate insight for action. So you want to be able to act on that data. So our company took a look at it from a network perspective, what are our customers needing? And then we, you may understand and remember, Savvis Communications, that was steeped and data center infrastructure. We had a global presence of data centers that we used in order to serve up those applications, those workloads in that environment. That's all about the value proposition of Colo, more than just power, but also performance. And from that point, we were like, you know what? We don't really wanna own these data centers. What we wanna do is we wanna be able to help our customers work in everything as a service in a cloud-based model that they can take advantage of all of the things that the cloud has to offer and do it without having to own equipment, facilities, any of those things that they really want to focus on their business, not on the infrastructure that they need in order to make that happen. How can they do it from an infrastructure as a service perspective, platform as a service, SaaS, And so all of this tradition that we had was based on a strategy that we put together five or six years ago, working with our customers saying, these customers want to be here. They're asking us for different components and parts and ways and means. Sit down with that customer and work through a lot of examples that will help them Today, as we look at it, move these workloads, these high performance workloads that are stationed in a cloud environment, like either with AWS or Azure or in their outposts. And how can we couple this all together in a seamless way? So edge computing to us really is a total complement to cloud and edge allows our businesses that we see and in the public sector space, how can they get the most out of the data that they need to be able to acquire really, really fast, and then they want to analyze that quickly and act on it very quickly without having to completely all the time rely on a centralized mechanism like the centralized public cloud that may be hundreds and thousands of miles away. Does that make sense, Jake?
1: Well, it makes more than sense. And one of the things that I want to talk about is latency. Because you guys are, I like to say, the masters of latency. It's kind of a core strength. Your background in telecom, again, we joked about the broadband cowboys, but it's not a joke. (laughs) It's a real story. But latency is always critical. And you guys have a capability, a competency that very few people have. Talk to our listeners about that and then talk to our listeners about how We've partnered together as companies to allow
0: this to happen. Right. So to us and to Intel together, we believe that milliseconds matter. And that manner in which we can actually have workloads and applications respond very quickly to the data needs that are exploding. That has to be done in two, three, four, five milliseconds of latency. Otherwise, you're going to have that human disappointed with the experience. You're going to have the machine or the robot knocking into something. Or, and most importantly, you're going to be missing the opportunity that that untapped data has for you in order to learn how you can improve your experiences, improve your own business model at your company, and to be able to even move into new markets, because data is that new fuel and that new king, if you will. It's not just the content, it's also the data and the formulation of that data. And so those milliseconds, every millisecond really matters Because if you're not capturing your data, you're not working with those applications in a very ultra low manner, you're missing the opportunities. That's an opportunity cost lost with those milliseconds. So we have formulated our strategy where we are deploying nationwide and globally edge facilities that are designed specifically for those business digital interactions within five milliseconds of latency. And where Intel comes in, yeah, five milliseconds. So you take an Intel chip, and we have these chips embedded in all of our gear globally. Those chips actually work in microseconds microseconds. So how do you marry microseconds with milliseconds in a way that's going to allow that application to behave as if it were almost desktop, meaning really, really close to that digital interaction in a way that's going to optimize the experience. So milliseconds matter, Intel and Lumen together, make that happen for our end user customers that blows their experience chart away.
1: So, let's talk about the experience chart because, I mean, it's actually something that you guys introduced. I'd never quite seen it before, but it's a part of that fourth industrial revolution. Because, you know, if you take any of the industrial revolutions, you have to find what is the thing that made it a revolution. And the digital revolution had begun in 1948. You could argue that World Mm -hmm. War II kicked off the digital revolution. But that was not really what you're talking about. You're really talking about a new generation where the digital experience is the difference between dollars and cents. Whether it's an application or it's interactive, whatever it may be, this is actually using machine learning, AI capabilities, new thought processes. I mean, I just think it's a very interesting concept for our listeners, and I'd like you to delve
0: deeper. For me in our business... And I don't mean to be trite about this. It begins with an A and ends with an E. And that experience, whether you're looking at it from that industrial revolution where we took steam, steam as an energy component, was really about the experience and how can you power up things like locomotives and machinery in order to improve the experience of the human being or the output that you're looking to get, because it's all about improving the inputs that improve the output. And once you get that output, it has to maximize the experience. You go into electricity. What did electricity do? Another E. It really enabled businesses, enabled human beings to be able to work longer hours in factories to be able to have lights that they didn't have to burn their finger with a candle in order to read at night. Again, all about improving the experiences. Here comes the chip now, and here are obviously Intel's history with regard to how can it improve the experience of mankind and machine kind in order to process things really, really fast, do it in a way that you can do it anywhere and you can do it economically. And that's why the economics, another E, came into the motion here that really enabled that experience. Now we're saying, okay, we've got all of these rudiments in place with that fourth industrial revolution. It is data and it is applications that are now propelling the experiences that only mankind, machine kind, and all of us are looking to gain because we can take all the artificial intelligence, we take all the machine learning, we take all the benefits of all the applications and the processes and the billions of lines of code. They are absolutely worthless if you can't analyze the data that is coming out of all of those machines, all those interactions extremely fast, and then to be able to act on it even faster. And so Intel and Lumen together actually work with customers day in and day out to understand, yes, where you are, where you're going, your constraints you have, your organization, but what are the experiences that you're hoping to get to? And, you know, even a good answer is, I don't quite know, because that's a good answer. That then means we've got an opportunity to work together to help show you how you can acquire data that you didn't even know necessarily existed or you couldn't harness it. How can you then analyze that really fast and do it in a smart manner, that you're only using the data that really matters, And then how can you act on that so fast that the experience of, again, humankind, as well as machine kind, is going to be able to create greater opportunity and just really improve livelihood and improve the advancement of humankind, just like was done first industrial revolution, second industrial revolution, third industrial revolution, and welcome to the fourth. Wow, that's fantastic. Well, Randy, you
1: know, it's really exciting because as a history major, thinking of, you know, being a part of any industrial revolution is pretty compelling. But one of the things that you talked about that I don't want our listeners to forget is application experience at the edge. How does the Lumen network infrastructure, software defined infrastructure, how is that really transformative? Give our listeners an understanding.
0: So once upon a time, we had things that were quite key to improving humankind and mankind, and that had to do with applications. And so if we look back from the application of the telephone for improving communications between two beings. If we looked at the ability to do collaboration as we advanced with those things that we did in the telephone network, again, on application, if we looked at the application we said, how can we take that application and put it in the cloud? Do you know that we were putting applications in the cloud in 1966 with our Centrix communication system that allowed users to tap into that without literally having to own a private branch exchange on their premises and tap into that off premises and to be able to take advantage of the application and do what to offer up more applications, more features to those end users. So you can do things like call waiting, call forwarding, all those things that were key in voice communications. After all, Voice, believe it or not, is still the number one application. This is the way we actually communicate, whether we're doing it near or far away. So Our network evolved, particularly using software and network functions virtualization and software-defined networking in a manner in which we could couple all of that processing power that Intel provides with the basis of that application and to be able to do that in a way that is very, very flexible. So you need to have a network that is intent-based. It knows beforehand what applications it is expecting? And what is the experience it needs to provide? How is the traffic operating at any millisecond in time? How can you reshape that traffic? How can you balance things out? So the application as it now has excelled from 4k in size To four petabyte in size, how can you take that application and have an optimal experience based on those requirements? Do it from a network level and layer, which is layer two on the Ethernet, layer three, IP VPN, but then move that into the network forms of the higher stacks that enables it to work in a manner that only can happen with the applications like artificial intelligence, like machine learning, that needs to be able to process things within milliseconds reliably, securely, and also needing to do it economically. So at the end of that day and the end of that particular experience, it optimizes the overall business relationship and customer relationship and so forth. Well, I couldn't agree more because, Randy, what you guys are doing is
1: really opening up a portal into the fourth industrial revolution, but you're also doing it for those who may or may not understand networking, edge decor. And this is important, as you know, because edge decor is where transport really gets lost. And it's where you lose a lot of the latency that exists in infrastructures. Where can our listeners find out more about Lumen? Because you guys are really emerging as a player in our listeners. Need to know how to find you.
0: So, from the core of the cloud to the edge, we are everywhere. Online, you can go to lumen.com. You will find us under Lumen Technology, Intel as well. So, we want to make sure that we marry those two together. Once you're at Lumen, you will then see our fourth industrial revolution posture with regard to the all-important experience that customers and humankind need. And from there, we continue along the journey where we look at it from a pillar-based. So it could be collaboration. It could be our adaptive networking. It could be our connected security. And then important to our conversation here would be the edge cloud and IT agility. So our edge computing within our solution set, if you drop down to a new page that we stood up in the middle of July on edge computing to get the real meaning why we wake up every morning, because it is about really advancing society and advancing all the capabilities and opportunities that you have in the fourth industrial revolution without having to necessarily worry about the technology the network and the infrastructure, and really all about the face of the business. So, we look at it from five to six key verticals and industries that are exploring edge, that are in production in edge, and how we can help from the planning stage to the execution stage to the operation stage, and then the rinse and repeat stage. Because edge isn't for everyone. Edge needs to really have a clear path. Where are you going? Why are you going there? What are the experiences and the outcomes that your customers demand? that you demand from a business. And so we have a lot of conversations. We spend a lot of time on where are you? Where are you today? Where do you want to go? What are the outcomes you're looking to achieve? And and so coming through that portal gives you the opportunity to click on a contact us. It gets you in touch with those experts who wanna have the conversation with you. We don't sell product. We sell experiences and that experience is going to be important that we're mapping to the objectives that you have at the business.
1: That's outstanding, Randy. And, you know, we definitely have to do this again, my friend, I think you have proven that not only do you understand the edge, but you and your company Lumen are well positioned to be leaders here. So thank you. Look forward to having you back on the show. Cool. But you know, for now, I want to thank my guest, Randy Tucker lumen edge evangelist this has been jake smith director of data center technologies this has been another episode of conversations in the cloud living on the edge wherever you may be in the world we wish you a good morning good afternoon and good night